Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning, everybody. Saturday morning in the Delaware Valley, along with my pal Mike Sealski. I'm Glenn Macnow on another beautiful November day out there, Mike. It's a balmy 60-something again. Yeah, let's get out and ride bikes, run the path, whatever. Sounds good to me. Drink beer, I'll, all those good things. I'll take it over snow. Yeah, it is. It's been spectacular, and we hope that you spend your next three hours enjoying it with us. So much to talk about today. We will get into all of it, and I want to start kind of here, kind of reflection, Mr. Silski. Okay. Uh, we are now a week removed from the World Series. We are two days to the next Eagles game. It has kind of been a long, slow week. Um Let's talk about both those franchises to start the show. And we will, as the show goes on, work in the uh, disappointing 76ers, the surprisingly decent Flyers. We'll get all that stuff in there. we got some great TV recommendations for you, so on and so forth. Big college game last night in Philadelphia. Eagles first. Uh, we are, let me do the math, 58 hours, I think, from Monday Night Football kickoff against the Washington Commies. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I we, you know, it's funny. We were yeah. just talking politics before the show began. <laughs> and based on that conversation, I would have not expected you to drop that term there 30 seconds into the show. Uh, so first question, easiest question I will ask you all day. Mike, should I have any fear that the 8-0 Eagles will lose their undefeated status uh, at home Monday night against Washington? Glenn, I think you should have minimal fear uh, because these are the Washington Commanders. This is a team that is unimpressive, that the Eagles handled easily the first time they played them this season down in Landover. This is a team that, even with replacing its starting quarterback, uh, that starting quarterback being Carson Wentz and now going to Taylor Heineke, is still not much of a threat offensively. Uh, the front seven, a concern because Washington's front seven is very good. Mm -hmm. um, but all things being equal, I would be very surprised if Eagles fans are waking up Tuesday morning despairing because <laughs> the Eagles were now 8-1 and one, having lost on Monday night football at home to Washington. I can imagine Angelo at 6 a.m. on that one. <laughs> uh, and I, I guess I agree with you. My worry level, I would say, is a 2 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, and I think we're going to get into this later in the show, but uh, they do have, they being the commanders, do have a couple of elements that in the right hands could pose a threat to the Eagles, mm -hmm. um, but I don't think the commanders are the team to do it, okay. to, to exploit those. Yeah, and I don't know you know, if the long layoff for the Eagles is good or bad. Uh, Tyler Heineke probably gives them a better chance than Carson Wentz. He, he's 2-1. I mean, well, he beat the Packers and the Colts. So I don't know how that that's impressive. Lost a close one to Minnesota. Their defense is is averaged by the statistics. Um, the good news is they don't they don't run the ball, and yeah, they they should. They actually have Antonio <laughs> Gibson, who's good, but they don't run the ball, and their turnover ratio is horrible. So point spread is about ten and a half, Mike Sealski, and I think it's going to play right around that number. Yeah, I do too, and. I guess we can get into a little bit of this now, although, again, we'll deal with it later in the show. But the front seven of Washington is one of those elements that would give me pause in the right hands against the Eagles. 
Um, nobody's been able to slow the Eagles' offense down at all this season, relatively speaking. So um, you're going to need that. If an opponent is going to need that element, a defensive line that can create pressure and go toe-to-toe with the Eagles' offensive line if it's going to to stand a chance of beating the Eagles, um, but Washington just doesn't have enough around that. All right. Well, I'm glad you brought up the Eagles' offensive line because I want to just take a moment now to pay tribute to probably everybody's favorite player on the Eagles, who is Jason Kelsey. Uh, This week I was, you know, a lot of uh, websites and uh, papers and so on are doing their mid-season all-pro teams. And he's the center on all of them. Yep. And it just got me thinking that, think about this guy. He's 35 years old. He didn't make an all-pro team till his seventh season in the NFL. Now this year, he's going to make it, I assume, at the end of the year. For the fifth time in his career, he never misses a game. Um, He is a terrific player. And beyond that, he's the ultimate Philadelphia guy. Let's just, you know what, Uh, we'll transition to your thoughts by playing I asked our producer, Kyle Quinn, just get me a Kelsey highlight. I don't know what he's got planned. Just something that personifies Jason Kelsey. Now there's a fight breaking out. <laughs> yeah. Some pushing and shoving. Well, Diggy Zua going after Jason Kelsey. Hey, listen, you're going to spend all that energy. You need to do it when you have a chance to win the game. Do it trying to win the game. It's just frustration because you're getting blocked all over the field. Great job, Jason Kelsey. Run him out of the building. <laughs> nice job, Kyle. Well done, Kyle. Well done. So let me hand it off to you. So I would let me approach Jason Kelsey and who he is as a person and a player from two different standpoints. You mentioned the fact that he's basically getting better and better the older that he gets. One of his biggest strengths as a player has always been his intelligence. Every coach he's ever had has talked about how smart he is on the field. And I think that tracks with what we're seeing in his career. Remember, he was a sixth-round pick. So just to stay on the roster and be a starter early in his career, you got to be smart. Just to play that position of center, you got to be smart. Well, what happens is he continues with his career. In a phrase that our friend Brian Baldinger likes to use, his bandwidth expands. He gets more and more experience. He sees more and more things. He remembers what to do in certain situations. And a very good player at age 28 becomes a great player at age 31 Mm -hmm. for all the experience and information he can now download in a moment's notice. As a person, this summer I was in Isle City for the event that Jason held um, to support autism research where he bartended at the Ocean Drive. And what stuck out to me about that event and Jason's kind of place in it was... The comfort that he has with the average person in the Philadelphia area. Yes, I will shotgun a beer. Yes, I will shotgun cheap beer. And I will enjoy it every bit as much as the people around me at this event will enjoy it. Uh, There's no airs. It's It's not a persona. Because the word persona implies that there's something even a little bit fake about it, yeah. and there's nothing fake about it. And I think people pick up on that and respect that and, and enjoy that, I guess, about no, Jason. Nicely said. He's the ultimate Philadelphia guy, which I know is a phrase that we overuse in this town so much, and it can mean so many things. But he really is. He's mm-hmm. the guy who came here who has a chance to be the most popular athlete in the history of the town, both because of his play. It doesn't work unless you have both, right? right. So he's got both. And the parade and the mummer outfit and the playing saxophone with the people and the Batman thing that mm-hmm. he wore the other day. And as you said, he is genuinely nice and engaging to people. This week on Twitter, he's great on Twitter, by the way. Yes, he is. If Twitter survives the next month, which <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll find out. Um, he did this dissertation on the best fast foods, which is like great. It's like, I love McDonald's sausage sandwich. Not a lot of athletes are going down exactly. to that, right? Yeah. And he does. Um, and the lack of merit in boneless chicken wings, <laughs> which, by the way, I entirely agree. Yes. That boneless chicken wings are not chicken wings. They're chicken fingers, but there you go. And so he gets into these passionate arguments, again, all in jest, but really having mm-hmm. a good time, with just fans who write in like, no, Jason, I love the boneless chicken. And he engages with people on all platforms. I've seen him run into people in public, mm-hmm. as you did at this event. And he's 
just a guy who likes yep. people. Yeah. I asked him about that. Like, what was it or what is it about him or his background that allows him to do that? And one of the things he mentioned was he grew up just outside of Cleveland in Cleveland Heights. Um, and his father worked in a steel mill. So there's an element of connection in background with a lot of people in the Philadelphia area. That's part of it. Uh, the other thing is, I think he just likes stuff that a lot of people like. Yeah. You know, and that down to earthness. And, and didn't grow out of it. Exactly. And that down to earthness really is that point of connection. You know, we, we talk about who the most beloved athletes in Philadelphia history might be. And the two I always go to are Chase Utley and Brian Dawkins. But both of those guys had an element, as great as they were, and, you know, on the field and off, there was an element of almost esteem and a slight bit of distance you had to have. Definitely with Utley. Yeah, around them. Um, Jason breaks those walls oh, down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Utley, to, for everything he was, I, and I respect him, having a beer with Chase Utley would probably not be the time of your life. Probably not, no. Although... Unless he really loosens up in ways we haven't seen. In fairness, Chase, whenever you dealt with him in a baseball setting, clubhouse, postgame, or all that, was very professional, all about business. Yes. That's, and that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, that's it. Not yeah. a bad guy in any way, but very professional, very baseball. Chase Utley was here, and, and again, it's going to sound like I'm ripping, I don't mean to, but he was for, here for a decade, and other than World Bleepin' Champions, he didn't really say much that was interesting. Right, but that's, that's kind of my point, is that yeah. I don't know what Chase Utley is like away from the field. He may be a great hang right, for all because, I know. Be, Well, because he kept that, and that's, right. and that's fine. I'm not disrespecting that. But Kelsey, by the way, here's what Kelsey said about boneless chicken wings, because this is important. He wrote, there is no such thing as a boneless wing. It's nonsense. Show me those boneless winged chickens. <laughs> it's just clever marketing for people who are afraid to get their fingers dirty. Boneless chicken wings are just chicken meat balls fried and covered in sauce. I appreciate Jason Kelsey. He's great. Cue the okay. Lee Greenwood singing God Bless the USA. <laughs> it's a brilliant thing. Uh, 215-592-9494. All right, let us transition into the Phillies. Free agency has begun. Um, we agree they're going to go hard to improve. John Middleton had this team in the World Series, and he's not done, correct? Correct. Okay. Correct. He's still chasing that bleeping trophy. He is still chasing that bleeping trophy. By the way, Bryce Harper said this week, Dave Dombrowski is our guy. John Middleton understands we want to win, and we want to win, and he wants to win right now too. So I imagine we're going to be the same team with more pieces that make us much better. Um, your colleague David Murphy wrote a good piece on this this week and reminded me that since signing Bryce Harper in the last off seasons, the Phillies added Zach Wheeler in 2019, J.T. Real Muto after 2020, and Schwarber and Castellanos before last year. Mm -hmm. Big splash every year. Yes. Going to do it again? I think so, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Short, short. I, I think shortstop is where they're looking. I, I, I don't see how you could uh, approach their offseason from any other perspective. They let Gene Segura walk away. There have been open discussions about moving Bryson Stott from shortstop to second base to open that position up. And you see the available talent out there now, whether you were talking about Trey Turner, who Bryce Harper has already said is his favorite player. Hold on. As you mentioned that, I just happened to have this. This was Bryce Harper when he was injured during the year and doing broadcasts, which, by the way, he was excellent at. Somebody, I remember when that happened, people were like, you think that's his future? It's like, that's not really an economic uh, no, plan. I don't think but, so. but here's what he had to say to reflect your thoughts. But Trey Turner, he's my favorite player in the league. Not even close. That's a heck of an endorsement right there. Um, so, I, yeah, I, and there have been reports coming out of the GM meetings this past week that the Phillies are the front runners to go get Turner. Mm -hmm. I think he would be a terrific fit, uh, especially in a lineup that needs more contact. Turner's a terrific player anyway, but he is... Uh, above the league average in putting the ball in play. He strikes out about 18% of the time. League average is 22%, and this lineup needs a hitter like that. But even if something were to happen where the Phillies weren't going to get him, you still have Carlos Correa just opted out of his contract Love him. with the Minnesota Twins. Love Carlos Correa. Xander Bogarts is Love a free him. agent. 
Dansby Swanson. Yes. Is a free agent. Stealing from Atlanta. Yeah. Can so, we get all of them? <laughs> I love we'll get them. some of those pitchers, too. I love too. all of them. Um, well, leave the pitchers for now. The shortstops. So you just mentioned four really primo shortstops, yes. right? They're probably four of the six best shortstops in baseball right now. All of them are between 28 and 30 years old, so age is not a factor in all of them. Figure whoever you get, you're going to sign to six, seven, eight-year deal, right? Right. Okay. Yes. You may overpay at the end. That's the way it works. Mm-hmm. You can't worry about that right now, okay? Is there an order for you? Is there a clear top and bottom for you among Trey Turner, Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts, Danby Sw- Dansby Swanson? I would, Swanson. I would put... Turner and Correa, kind of one and one A. Oh, and I'll, you could almost flip flop them. I love Correa. I, I love do Correa. too. I did not anticipate you would uh, be as wise as this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, don't get me wrong. I love Trey Turner as well. Um, but you know, you could flip a coin with those guys, and I think either one would fit in splendidly on this roster and in this line. All right, we agree too much. Let me see if our producer, uh, Kyle, you got these four shortstops, top, bottom, any of them, what do you think? Yeah, I I would be all in on Trey Turner. I mean, he fits pretty much everything that the Phillies need right now in terms of defense and offense. He'd be a great clubhouse guy because, as you heard, Bryce Harper loves the dude, uh, former teammates in Washington. So, yeah, I mean, you add Trey Turner, you could probably put him at leadoff where he naturally belongs and your lineup makes a little bit more sense. Your defense makes more sense. I, I mean, I think Trey Turner makes his team a so much So you like him head and, head and shoulders above the other guys? Yeah, I okay. think I would I would put Bogarts as my as uh, next. next okay, block. interesting. Okay. All right, I'm Turner, Correa, Bogarts, Swanson. And by the way, if they got Dansby Swanson, I'd be thrilled. He was the starting shortstop on a <laughs> yes. world championship team. Yes. I'll take that every day. Yes, and they're going to get one of them. Right. I right. think people are fixated on Turner, and that's great, and I think they probably have the best chance to get him. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't happen, it's like, oh, man, they got Carlos Correa. Like, don't. Don't be upset about that. It's going to be great. They're going to get one of these guys. And, and not to get ahead of ourselves here, Glenn, but you think about next season. Assume you get one of those guys, which yeah. I think is pretty safe. Yeah. Think about how that stretches the lineup out. You know, we haven't even reviewed the World Series to think about how top-heavy the production in the lineup got to be over yeah. the course of the playoffs. And you think about the bottom part of that lineup where Segura... Got some big hits, but was kind of out of gas by the end. Uh, and Stott was struggling yeah, a little bit. And by bit. the way, as Gene Segura leaves, I do toast his absolutely. contribution. I, I don't want any of this to be seen as a disrespect to what he did to, for the franchise. No, absolutely not. Um, but was not a uh, an extra base slash power threat by the end of that postseason yeah. in the way he had been. And not as good a defense as these guys. Exactly. And, I mean, and, you know, he's... Right. We agree. Yeah. We like it. Yeah, but go for it. He's Dave a second Dombrowski. Baseman, and now you're getting a shortstop. A gold glove shortstop. Yeah. Whatever Dave Dombrowski's gonna do, go do it. By the way, I did this uh, I did the I looked I did the work. I looked at baseball reference. That's how I did the work. <laughs> Trey hey, Turner. You, you just find the right tool and let it work for yes, you. Yes, Trey Turner over in his career, over a hundred and sixty two game uh season, has averaged hundred and fourteen runs scored, twenty four home runs. 45 steals. They haven't had anybody like that since Jimmy Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what else it would do? It would end that silly debate we had all year about whether Kyle Schwarber ought to be leading off. Yes. Yes. It, yes. Yes, it would. You know, thank God for small favors. Yes. And Correa, 28 years old, same power, gold glover, not as durable. That's the problem with him. Uh, Dansby Swanson, maybe less likely to move. I'd take him. Bogart's last five years, average 27 home runs. 300 batting average, uh, 880 OPS. This is They're going to get one of these guys, and we're going to be excited. All right, last thing, I want to grab a call here in this first segment. Should they invest? Are there any free agent pitchers that you say, you know what, I'll invest in this guy? You know, I'm not sure. I mean, they have these prospects in their system that I would probably rather see get a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're talking about Andrew Painter, for instance, someone yep. like that, Painter or Abel, both. Yeah, yeah. Um, g- give him a chance. Let's let's you you've seen what other teams can do based on the mentality and the maturity of a young guy. You know, the the Phillies beat up um, Spencer Strider, for instance, in Game Three, but boy, he was really no, freaking good year. for the Braves. Yeah. So if they can, if they feel comfortable doing that, I'd rather see that. Yeah, a lot of people want Rodon. I think he's going to get overpaid. I think I would avoid that. He's not that durable. The one guy I would look at, and it's not a big. I think he'd get like a three-year deal. Is Tyler Anderson, the lefty from the Dodgers, who had a very good year, and you could probably get 
and I would be happy with that. Yeah, um, and it gets a lefty in the rotation yeah. in addition to Ranger, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's work in a call here. Morris in Haddon Heights is first off today. How you doing, Morris? Hey, how you doing? I, I got to tell you, the WIP is the only sports talk station in the country where the weekend staff's as good as the weekday staff. Oh, you're very kind. Thank you, Morris. Thank you. I got to tell you, I enjoy, really, really enjoy listening to you guys. What, what I wanted to bring up, was that uh, one of the most examined and uh, under a microscope, everything was Jalen Hurts. The guy before this year, the guy got diced and sliced everywhere you can see it. Most people would have collapsed under that pressure like his predecessor, for instance. And the guy just played it through. And uh, I admire the way that he reacted to it. Um, a lot of the stuff that they criticized him for wasn't even his fault. He just stayed the course, got the respect of his teammates, and this year is getting the job done. Yep. And under a great, great, uh, uh, you know, uh, I mean, uh, last year at this time, we're all talking about trying to get Russell Wilson and all these other guys. He kept his mouth shut, didn't say anything. Didn't, it's it's a real pleasure for it to have a guy that. To have a quarterback big. who acts like a man? Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> I Listen, I think it's very well said, and thank you for the call. And let the record reflect I was not on the Russell Wilson bandwagon. I didn't think that was a good idea. Me I, neither. I said, let's see what Hurts can do. Guess what? Better than any of us thought. You know who was on the Russell Wilson bandwagon? The Eagles! The Eagles were on the Russell uh, Wilson bandwagon. Uh, I mean, there's there's a whole lot of what-if games we could play if they actually had succeeded in getting Russell Wilson, which is what they wanted to do. Yeah, sometimes it's the cliche, but sometimes the best trades are the ones you, you do don't not make. make. All right, 215-592-9494. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to tell you a way. Actually, we're going to give away a $50 gift card to Shy Vintage Sports. We'll give you the way you can do that. Love your call on any of the things that we have been talking about so far, and we will add more to the mix. Mike Sealski, Glenn Mack, now on 94 WIP. Hey, United Tires Black Friday Super Pricing has arrived. Get some of their best tires at the very best prices now. They're offering up to $120 off select sets of BF, Goodrich, and Michelin tires now through Cyber Monday. Call or go to unitedtire.com for sale details or stop by your local United Tire store today. The weather doesn't get better from here. Actually, pretty nice. But if you're needing tires, now is the time to take advantage of great savings at United Tire. Don't drive alone. Drive United. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Along with Mike Sealski, I'm Glenn Macnow, 94 WIP. Hey, let me just uh, throw out, this is the first time I'm going to announce this uh, big event 
We are setting up for all of your holiday shopping needs. I think Hanukkah starts, I think, December 18th this year. Christmas, of course, the 25th. And uh, we want to we want to give you the opportunity to buy the appropriate present for your sports fan in your life. So we are planning a uh, holiday gift extravaganza. Those are my favorite kind of extravaganzas. Yes, I'm sure they are. Uh, which is going to be at the Puller's Kitchen and Tap, one of my Conshohocken Brewing Company places, three to Calp Street in Bridgeport. We'll get more information out on this as we continue to um, firm it up. But it is going to be. Wednesday, December 7th, in the evening, like 6.30 to 8.30. Again, we'll, we'll work out those details. But write that day in your calendar right now, Wednesday, December 7th, in the evening. It's going to be a book sale and signing. Ray Dinger's going to be there with his book. Mike, you're going to have your Kobe book. You're going to have any of your other books as well? I will have uh, my other my second book, Fading Echoes, Terrific. which is about high school football. Yes, great book. Okay. Uh, Zach Berman is going to be there with his Eagles book, and the nice people from Scheib Sports are going to come, and they're going to sell those great T-shirts and the throwback merchandise that they sell. And I also lined up a guy, Havertown guy, Carl's Cards and Collectibles, is going to come out with signed memorabilia. So, great night to start the holiday shopping, Wednesday, December 7th. Uh, Hope to see you there. All right, Mike Silski, I'm going to pick the genius of your brain right now. That should take about a second and a half. I think you will be able to answer this very quickly. Okay. Um, and I and I this none of anything that I say should be construed as criticism of any other host on ninety four WIP because I respect and admire all of them and I listen to the station all the time. Uh, but I also believe that the nature of the business is that sometimes we engage engage in inane arguments. Okay. I, I get I it. Agree. I used to have to fill 28 hours a week. <laughs> there are times when it's like, all right, what are we going to do? However, this week on 94 WIP, too much oxygen was spent on what I consider the single dumbest argument I have heard in my 29 plus years at the station. Mike Sielski, what was the dumbest argument that was focused on? Way too much this week. All right. We did not discuss this. We did not. We deliberately did not. Before getting on the air this morning. My educated guess will be that the dumbest discussion on the airwaves this week was, would it help the Eagles to lose a game this season? Mike, you couldn't be more correct. Aha. Yes. 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 Let me hand it to you because I'm I'm at home arguing with the radio as, as, <laughs> as and, and some of our hosts took that position. Yeah, I, I, look, there's a phrase that I use a lot, Glenn, when when talking about and describing the mood in Philadelphia sports and the culture often, which is that Philadelphia sports fans and many media members often spend a lot of time looking to the sky for the anvil or the safe that's going to fall on their heads. Ooh, a little roadrunner. Yeah, exactly. A wily <laughs> and, coyote. And this is one of those discussions that reflects that, I feel like. Um, no, I don't think it will benefit the Eagles to lose a game. Uh, you, as Herman Edwards, great former Eagles cornerback, once said, you play to win the game. And they are 8-0. and uh, Looking at their schedule right now, they're probably going to be favored to win every single game if they are if somehow they manage to go 17 and 0 and I don't think they will they'll have two weeks off to rest before their first playoff game uh to me there's no benefit in saying oh okay well the pressure would come off um no they sh- they should try to win and there's going to be nothing good coming out of them losing a game a couple things um I generally I agree with 90 percent of what you said uh, I have no interest in them losing a game. They'll probably lose a game. Yeah, of course. They're not halfway there. There right. are games that can be – Tennessee, I think, is going to be a tougher game because they can't stop the run. That's going to be an interesting one. Playing in Dallas, Dallas yeah. Christmas Eve is tough. Beating the Giants twice might be tough. There, you know, There's some games mm-hmm. looking ahead where, like, yeah, they're probably going to lose one. Right. However, I see – like you, I see no benefit to, like, oh, we lost. Now we don't have to worry about that. Now we can win the Super Bowl. It's not an either-or. Right. And I heard part of the argument is, well, look what happened to the Patriots. The Patriots are so hung up on going undefeated that when they, they, they lost. And then it, no, one, one has nothing to do with the other. 
I heard another argument that says, if you look at, I'm going to try to get this correct, I think it is, the last undefeated team in the NFL over the years, none of them has won the Super Bowl in something like 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's not a trend. That, that that doesn't mean anything. Right. That's that. Th- there's no correlation between those two things. So I agree with you. Here's where the challenge comes. And this might be where we may disagree. Let us say, oh, God, now I'm being trapped into the argument. <laughs> I'm falling into what I described we as the dumbest argument We are having the dumbest ever. argument in No, no, this, this is, we'll, we'll sign off it with this. Let, okay. us, let us say that they, they're 14-0 and 0 and they've wrapped it all up. Mm-hmm. And then they got, uh, the, they're, actually, they're 15-0 and because they got 17 games. They play game 16. I don't remember who it's against, okay? That might be a Giants game. Yeah. Uh, and they've wrapped it all up. And now you know you get the number one seed. And we know the inclination of this coaching staff, which is, we're not going to play guys in positions where they may get hurt. Look at what they did in the preseason. Nobody mm-hmm. plays. We got it wrapped up. We're resting everybody. Would you play those guys for the sake of immortality? Taking all the caveats out of it, you know. For instance, uh, think about 2004 when they were 13 and one and they sat the starters the final two games. They did that in part because Terrell Owens had already been injured. Assume for the sake of argument that they are healthy. You absolutely go for it. You are going for you it. You absolutely Oh, I see do. the column. I see the Sealski column. What is Nick Sirianni doing? No, no. This he is, won't. He will not. Well, here's the thing. Preseason is different from 15-0 and and ah, chasing immortality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I made this point on another um, discussion program yesterday. In Philadelphia, we often think about memorable sports years in terms of just championships alone and maybe... Did our team win? How close did our team come to winning? The mm-hmm. Eagles in 17, the Phillies in 08, 1980, all of those things. You know what one of the most memorable years in Philadelphia sports was? 2010. You know why it was memorable? Ooh, ooh. Uh, that was the Flyers' comeback. The year. Flyers came back from a three games to yeah, none was, deficit, which it only good. happened two or three times yeah, in was, NHL that was, that was memorable. Roy Halladay threw a postseason no-hitter. Oh, yeah, I was there. Yeah, it was great. The Eagles came back and won the, the NFC East in... in Large part because of a game in which they were down thirty-one to ten to the New York Giants yeah, and came yeah. back and won. Deshaun. No, none of those three teams won a championship that year. Yet that was one of the most enjoyable seasons mm. in Philly sports history. The pursuit of immortality, of going unbeaten, would get this town charged up. Mm. You and I just pa- just parted ways. Okay, which is fine. Okay. I guess the dumbest argument in the history of the world certainly gave us fodder for discussion. Hey, you know, and it's going to get people wanting well, to, to Ro- weigh Ro- in, I think. Robert is one of them. Hello, Robert. How you doing? Guys? All right. Hey, Robert. I'm ta- I'm, hey, Mike. I kind of was like you in this sense, Glenn. I was listening to it, and I didn't really understand it, you know, wanting to lose on purpose so that we can get rid of that. But yeah. one thing I do disagree with, in a loss, if a team is scheme for you and they've been successful on something, I think in that sense, you know, you don't want to lose – but there could be some benefit in the fact that, you know, that something that might be a weakness could be exposed that you could have time to work on prior to the playoffs. So that's where I see a positive maybe if there is a positive and a loss, not that you wanted to lose, but that you can learn from it. I, I think that's a great point, Robert. Um, it allows for a team to self-scout and to self-kind of reevaluate. Where are our soft targets? Are there patterns or habits that we've gotten into that we haven't picked up on and that our opponents are picking up on. And look, it's going to get harder and harder, I think, for the Eagles to win games, obviously because the pressure will ramp up, obviously because opposing teams will have more film to study and look at and find those soft targets, uh, and also because, let's be honest, the system that they're running offensively anyway, is pretty unique in the NFL. And so the more opportunities that opposing teams have to study it, the longer they have to study it, the more uh, weaknesses they're liable to find. Uh, I I agree. Hey, can I just real quick uh, switch gears real quick? I wanted to get your guys' opinion. The other night we saw Johnny Gaudreau come in. I'm from Sewell, Mm -hmm. New Jersey. Uh, Johnny Kamdrow come in and really do a great job. I mean, Columbus is not off to a good start, and now they've lost Zach Warinsky, which isn't even going to be, you know, that's a, so bad for them there. Yeah. But, you know, do, do you feel like, and, I, and we said, oh, we could never have had Johnny Gaudreau. Do you feel that Fletcher's done a good job and that we, there was a possibility we could have made a move? I know he spent money on D'Angelo and these guys. Yeah. But, 
I I do not think that Fletcher has gonna done a good job. Um, and we're going to talk about the Flyers more in the eleven o'clock hour. I mean, surprisingly, they got a winning record now. I don't know if it's an illusion. I think they've been kind of lucky. Carter Hart's been kind of great. I think as long as Carter Hart continues to catch bullets in his teeth, they could win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get uh, Jack. Hello, Jack. Hey, guys. Good morning. I, I, I had a question with um, with all the Trey Turner rumors swilling around. Um, you know, how it, it looks like going into next year, the, the Phillies are going to have this amazing roster. And, and I'm, I'm brought back to 2011. Uh, where they had a similarly talented roster, that you you expect them to make the World Series or at least make the playoffs and do quite well. Mm-hmm. So, what I my question to you guys is, how do you avoid um, kind of the letdown in 2011? Hold you know, on, how, hold on what, one what second. Hold on, Mike. What was you that you said about the anvil falling from the sky? That, that, this this is, is an example this of it. This is it. Jack's that guy. <laughs> You're worried about something that you don't need to worry about. I mean, you're worried about something that is impossible to anticipate, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, from an analysis question, the the question I really have is, where do you see um, the the contrast between a future, you know, Phillies team with this roster with Trey Turner and what eventually happened with the 2011 Phillies which was kind of this this kind of spectacular catastrophe. Would you have expected the 2011 Phillies to have gone farther and they just underperformed, or did uh, this year's Phillies roster just overperform beyond your wildest dream? Well, the, I, I would thing- I would say this, Jack. I think if you look back at the 2011 roster, there were a couple pretty significant holes in the lineup. Remember, Jason Worth had left before that season began. And so the Phillies' plan going into that year, if I remember correctly, was we're going to get production from Ben Francisco and John Mayberry, and we're going to kind of make do in the outfield. Uh, And that'll be enough because we have this incredible pitching staff. And as it turned out in that divisional series against the Cardinals, with the exception of Game 1, the Phillies didn't hit in that series at all. And then, of course, you had what happened in Game 2, where they hand Cliff Lee a four-run lead, and the Cardinals start flaring signal, s- signals, singles all over the place. And before you know it, they're up 5-4 and the series is tied. So I-, I think the difference this time around is the lineup, assuming you add a top-notch shortstop, a top-notch offensive shortstop, is going to have so much depth um, that you wouldn't run into that problem. You might have some other problems in the rotation and the bullpen, depending on how those shake out. 215-592-9494. Hey, fall is upon us. It's that time of year again to consider replacing your old drafty windows and doors before another cold winter season rolls in. Now, when I need a company to help me with these home projects, I turn to the experts. The great people at Guide Door and Window. Act now. You receive 20% off all windows and doors. Plus, Guide will allow you to start your project today with no money out of pocket and take up to three years to pay it off interest-free once the job is expertly installed. So, you'll be able to start enjoying all the benefits of new highly energy-efficient windows and doors, including an increased comfort level of your home and lower monthly energy bills, all while taking advantage of 20% savings and having the luxury of paying off your project with 0% interest for up to 36 months. But you got to act now. Offers are limited time only. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Guida today. Schedule a free, no-obligation in-home estimate at one eight seven seven go guida or visit them at goguida.com. That's go, G-U-I-D-A. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Those are so stupid. Mike Sielski, Glenn Mack, now Saturday, 94 WIP. We appreciate everybody listening, and we're about to give you the opportunity to win a prize today. We got our $50 gift card to Shy Vintage Sports, where there's a story in every stitch. Visit their new location at Wayne and Lancaster Avenues in downtown Wayne or at shivesports.com. I told you they're going to be part of our 
uh, holiday extravaganza at the um, Puddler's Tap and Kitchen uh, in uh, Bridgeport, Wednesday evening, December 7th. Everything to get uh, your sports fan. But today we're giving away the $50 gift card, and here it is. And I'm basing this off of a column that you wrote, Mike Sielski, that uh, I know it hit the website today. Is it in the physical Sunday paper? It will be, yes. Okay. Tell me what the, the nature of this is. So I wrote a piece about the guy who I think has been the Eagles' unsung hero this season. Mm-hmm. And that gentleman is, drumroll please, Kyle. I said, drumroll please, Kyle. No. no. <laughs> got to give him some, got to give him a little notice no, on that. No, I need it now. Um, no, Zach McPherson, um, who has been the best performer on what has been the worst performing unit that the Eagles have had all season, which is special teams. Uh, but he's been terrific, and he's made some big plays throughout the season, uh, recovered an onside kick, for instance, week one against the Lions that preserved the Eagles' two-point victory, made a terrific tackle uh, in the Texans game you know, a week ago Thursday uh, to turn a 47-yard punt into a 49-yard net, saved uh, a punt from going into the end zone, allowed the Eagles to down it within the f- inside the five-yard line, against the Steelers, uh, and, you know, it was a fourth-round draft pick, somebody who maybe you thought might possibly turn out to be a starting corner, maybe a slot guy, and instead has made his mark on special teams and has been really, really good there and has really, really embraced Mm. the role. Okay. Uh, Interesting. And, um, I mean, the special teams are horrible, but he's the guy playing well and thus unsung. And And it got me thinking, unsung... I, so after you told me about this yesterday, I posted on Twitter who is the all-time unsung athlete in Philadelphia history. And let me just take a quick look at the number of responses I got because they were piling in, my boy. <laughs> now, now we, There's your drum roll. Now you get the drum roll. Uh, I got, as of this morning, 1,025 names. That's incredible, but it does speak to... I don't know if we had that many athletes. Yeah, it does speak to kind of um, the popularity of this topic, and I think the reason that it is so popular is that it's the kind of thing that Philadelphia sports fans identify with. Mm -hmm. The underdog, the guy who comes out of nowhere, you don't look at first and foremost as key to success. Okay, so you're kind of going where, like, let's define this. Yeah. Okay? Because... Some of the ones I got for people who said were unsung were like, nah, he was pretty sung. He was pretty sung. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So by your definition, starting with Zach McPherson. By the way, he's so unsung I had to look up how to spell his name. Yeah. It's it's pronounced Zach, but it's Z-E-C-H. Right. And the McPherson's got like an extra A in it. It's, yes. There's a lot going on in his name. That is correct. Define unsung hero. I would say an athlete who, when you think about a team that had, you know, a good amount of success, good high level of success, doesn't immediately leap to mind, mm-hmm. but was a key factor and part of the reason that team did so. I like that. That's a great definition. All right, so give me one. I'm going to give you which I the guy I think is the key, okay. the king. Uh, got the game-winning hit in the 2008 World Series. Played two years for your Philadelphia Phillies, and they made the World Series both years and won one year. How about that Pedro Feliz? Pedro Feliz. Yep. Third baseman. Yep. That's a good one. That is a good one because you will think of 10 or 12 names before you'll come to him. All right. I'll give you one. I'll go uh, Super Bowl Eagles. Okay. And I will go with a guy who, as well, very short time here, contributed in a huge way in that, to me, he turned around that NFC Championship game with one play, Patrick Robinson. Good one. All Good right. One. Kyle, your turn. Yeah, so uh, instead of saying it, I will introduce my player with a highlight. Ooh, it's a Second and ten. Holds back again. He's looking. He's looking. He's pumping. He is going deep. And is it a touchdown? I'm awaiting the signal. It is. It is touchdown. It goes all the way down. A 22-yard touchdown to Clement. Corey Clement. Are you saying Nick Foles was an unsung hero, Kyle? <laughs> uh, I purposely cut it out before he said it was a great throw by Foles so as to not confuse anybody because Foles was uh, was sung about a lot. Yes, Corey Clement is a good one. Very uh, good one. And a local guy and a popular guy, but yes. And a Cowboys fan. Yeah, well, all right. We, we, we Nobody's perfect. That. Probably not anymore. Um, 
I like these. These are good, and I like this topic. So here's how this works, and this is how you save our producer, Kyle Quinn, from going crazy today. We don't give away stuff a lot, and one right. of the reasons is because I, I, people who just call up to win a prize turn us off. Yes. So call us up with – we listen, we've had great calls already today. Our first hour has been jam-packed with them. Give us a great topic of anything we're talking about or anything that's on your mind – and at the end, we will ask you if you act, actually, Kyle will put up an asterisk on the thing so we know if you have one. And we will ask you to give us your unsung hero. And somebody gets a $50 gift card to Shy Vintage Sports. We said that pretty plainly, right? Yeah, I All think right, it's, there you go. couldn't be clear. All right, let's go. Gary in Wissanoming's been uh, hanging for a while. What's going on, Gary? Or why are you missing? Not Hi, this is Gary. I mean, yes. Why miss- yes. How are you? Good. Hi, Gary. Good. I wanted to talk about. Uh, the hole in center field that we have, I, I honestly believe it's a larger hole than what we're, mm. we're talking about in the infield. Hmm. Uh, he's a decent He's a decent center fielder. Uh, both of them are decent, but they're not great, and neither one is breaking the, breaking the walls down as far as they're hitting. So uh, I look at the teams that won the World Series, and I look at the center fielders we that we had on those teams, and uh, – I think you need to be strong up the middle. You need to fill that hole. It's another big hole in the lineup, and uh, nobody seems to be talking about it. That's interesting. I I don't agree with you. I don't know if Mike does agree with you. I think you've got to give Brandon Marsh uh, a little more time to develop to see what kind of player he becomes. Remember something. He is only 24, uh, and he when he came to the Phillies, part of the rationale that Dave Dombrowski had for trading for Marsh in particular was that they had scouted him and said, he's not hitting with the Angels, but we think there's more there to be extracted. And as it turns out, there was. He hit about 290, I think. Maybe 288 two, with yeah. an OPS of 773. Which is, I'll, I'll which is pretty that. good. And a couple big home runs uh-huh. in the postseason. So now, again, I, I think we can get into some recency bias here. He had maybe... The one at bat that really turned the World Series against the Phillies where he came up with two men on, one out, couldn't put the ball in play. Bad spot for a young player, but between Marsh and if you got to keep Matt Veerling to kind of play against some lefties, I don't think that's the worst combination in the world. Certainly better than what they've had in the last five years. And one other thing that plays into it, Gary, is on a team where you're going to have a lot of high-priced players, and we're talking about adding a shortstop at you know $30 million a year, Having affordable young players uh, in your lineup um, who won't be free agents for a couple of years kind of benefits you. I guess we like them better than you like them. Well, I think I understand the uh, give them some time part, but I also see a team that's poised to win and uh, having a having a player that can come right in and uh, fill that void while he develops. Uh, uh, that would be my preference, but. Uh, all right, so let's say you're going to spend money this offseason, and you I'll give you three positions, and you can only spend on two. Shortstop, starting pitcher, center field. What's your order? Well, I, if the shortstop that they're thinking of uh, is the possibility, I would definitely go that way. As far as pitcher and center field, I'd have to see who uh, who they get, you mm-hmm. know, who they could get. But, okay. Uh, both whom I think are definitely, uh, I I definitely believe we need a pitcher. But then, of course, then you talk talking about these pitchers in Lehigh Valley and Reading. Yeah. So, um, you said give these kids a chance. I uh, did. I did. Okay. So, hey, listen. Uh, I appreciate your your call, Gary. I don't I don't agree with you, but that's why it's sports and that's mm-hmm. why it's fun. I liked Marsh when he came over, and yeah, he had that bad at bat in the World Series and. He probably doesn't project to be a star in the lineup, but you need guys like that. Yeah, you just need guys who play a decent center field. I'm looking over the free agents who would be available this offseason at center field. Are you going to go after Brandon Nimmo, who's a good player, but is going to cost no, you some gonna, money, he's gonna, and he's going to resign with the Mets, yeah, I may, think. I think so, too. Um, he may have already done so. I'm, I'm just going to list some of the names here, okay. and you know you know who's a free agent center fielder? Odubel Herrera. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know who else is a free no. agent center fielder? Uh. Roman Quinn. No. So no. we've been down this road yeah, a little no, bit. I'm, I'm good with Marsh. I like yeah. him. No, I am too. I am too. And you can play, like I said, you can play Veerling against certain lefties. He hit better against lefties this season, much better than he did against righties. So that's okay. And besides, imagine when we next see Marsh in March. He's going to look. Assuming that he doesn't cut his hair or shave between it, now and then. He's going to look like Tom Hanks in the middle hour of Castaway. <laughs> it's going to be great. He's going to be talking to a volleyball out there at, near Ashburn Alley. It's an interesting look he, he decides to go with. 215 592 9494. Give us your best unsung hero in the history of Philadelphia sports. As I said, I got 1,075 suggestions online. <laughs> We only, we only need about a dozen they, on the They air. can't all be unsung. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Sealski, Glenn Mack, now 215-592-9494. Coming up, we'll celebrate. Uh, well, we'll talk about it. I don't know if we're going to celebrate them all. We'll talk about some of the other teams in town right here on 94 WIP. Hey, United Tires Black Friday super pricing has arrived. Got some of their best tires at the very best prices now. They're offering up to $120 off select sets of BF Goodrich and Michelin tires now through Cyber Monday. Call or go to unitedtire.com for sale details or stop by your local United Tire store today. The weather doesn't get better from here, so if you're needing tires, now is the time to take advantage of great savings at United Tire. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 